Welcome to the show, listeners. Yes, it's Gore and Boar on the Midnight Hour, where two's company and three's a cast. I can't quite believe it, but I'm sorry to inform you all, but Glenn Boar cannot be with us today, as he's busy opening some art exhibits somewhere with posh people. I know you're not interested, so allow me to move on to the film. I've wanted to play that since we started the show, but Glenn would never allow me. Spoil sport. Tonight we're actually having a change of pace, since while I'm covering a film, I've got an interview guest with me in Glenn's chair. The producer behind the hit political rom-com, Clegg and Cameron, the movie, it's Chancellor of the Exchequer, George Osborne. George, thanks for joining me for tonight's show. This is a stupid idea, Richard. He wouldn't come on the show. Oh, it's not like anyone will be able to tell the difference. We promised our boss his interview. It's not our fault he's busy getting booed at. <clears throat> it's great to be here, Richard. Thanks for having me on. We always have our doors open to inspired filmmakers. Now, Clegg and Cameron, the movie, how true to life would you say it is? Oh, very close indeed. I've been hands-on with the production to ensure that the film is of the highest quality. The utmost care has been taken on this film, I can assure you. Pity we couldn't say that about you running our economy. Excuse me? Oh, sorry, slip of the tongue. Now, preview screenings of the film occurred earlier in the week, and critics were curious how true to life it is. Cameron and Clegg were both superb writers. Have you read the novel version? Oh, as if you had to ask. Does the film uh, stay true to what we know and love? Well, the book and the novel have to go hand in hand in order for there to be a complete solution. Um, story for the public to enjoy. I see. Has there been much support from the backbench cinema goers? In brutal honesty, Richard, the cinema had only around 10 people present at the first screening. Nice to see you're enjoying the same level of public support you have done for the last two years. Yes, but we hope that we'll get a couple of swing voters once the reviews are published. Of course, of course. Uh, Does Ed Miliband get a look in? Not at this time. I think you're remembering the sequel novel. Yes, you're right, of course. It's um, Gordon Brown, isn't it? Yes, Richard. It truly is a romance story in the most traditional sense. Nick Clegg wanted to find love and acceptance, torn between going into bed with Gordon or David, and he's so unsure. He doesn't want to break anybody's heart. Is a real tearjerker. Well, his story resonates so much with the people of Britain. I think he'll become a national treasure in the near future. Oh, don't hold your breath. Richard, be careful. The listeners will... I know, I know, Glenn. <clears throat> I have to ask, though, and uh, everything depends on this. Your movie could sink or swim depending on how you answer this question. So no pressure. <laughs> I'll try and stay calm. All good love films need a ballad as the theme song. Is Celine Dion singing it? We did try and get her, but she was too busy. Oh no. However, I have spoken with the cabinet behind the film. The creators, you mean? Producers, scriptwriters, etc.? Yes, and we find a fantastic act. Someone who can really connect with the youth and deliver the Tory story home with heartfelt warmth. Well, we're just about to go to an advert break. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, George. As I send us out into the, uh, the break, can you tell the listeners who the singer will be? Jedward. What? It's true. Thanks for having me on. Do you mind if I borrow your phone so I can call my chauffeur over? Why not use your mobile phone? Oh, you know me. I can never get a good reception anywhere. <laughs> 